0: 134 Aussie tech heads. It's nearly the end of May, the 30th of. May 2019. How you doing? I'm Glenn Goodman and we've got another great show for you this week. Thanks to Warlock and Will for standing in last week. I hope you guys enjoyed a bit of a change. You know, it's always good to hear different voices every now and then and so they, they uh, ramble on about all the tech news that they find interesting which is always good to get just different points of view and everything. I was uh, uh, you know sad that we couldn't get Will Robinson back but anyway, we, we settled again for William Tomkinson. Uh, Aussie Heads is brought to you by startnewcompany.com.au Register your company fast fr- uh, I was going to say free then. <laughs> fast, easy and direct with ASIC all docs provided and docs held in your account for future reference uh, you can uh, also register your ABN, GST, PAYG and TFN uh, all through the same thing and also offering registered addresses uh, if your company so wishes and desires one Uh, also brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au servers operate on SSD drives uh, SSL certificates Aussie support domain registration and more and Aussie Byte clock faces if you've got a Fitbit and you want to jump in and get a uh, clock face app for the front of it you can go to the Fitbit app gallery look for Aussie Byte for some great looking weather apps and there's one just right there if I can pick that up hang on I'll get it soon enough nah I can't get it I don't know what's going on this week with uh, with things, but uh, will that go? There we go, and uh, you get that. And if you use the coupon code ATH nineteen, you get thirty three percent off. So thanks to Jace and Aussie Byte. There you go. All right, let's find out. Um, well, before we find out who's on this week, we can do that first, actually, and then we can chat about the how you can join us live if you like. Sin and I mentioned it. Who's up first? Jordan's up first. How you doing, Jordan? Good, mate. Good. Yeah, yeah not too bad. Uh, good to have you back.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. well, it's only been a week. I know. I think it was
0: just you and me last time, wasn't it? Uh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. And Joe, how are you doing? We haven't seen you for two weeks. Yes, mate. Yeah, I've been busy, but I'm I'm back. Good stuff. Good stuff. And I see you got a few stories in, and uh, I hope you had a bit of a. Did you have some tech things to do while you're while you're off?
2: I have, and uh, I'd like to talk to you about those later. Um, maybe get someone's opinion on uh, some of the smart things that I've been working on.
0: All right. Yes. I've had a bit of a chance to play with some tech too this week. I've I've nearly had the, I've bought a couple of things and uh, but you know, but the biggest news, the biggest news and I'll I'll tell you how you can join us if you like. If you want to join us, uh, you can ring us. You can ring us on 0280152088. That's 0280152088 and once the person answers, you uh, have to type in a meeting room number of 548358. Six three five eight. I know you won't remember that, but if you're on the Facebook, maybe uh, Joe or Jordan can throw that up there. Uh, we should get that as a standard sort of post somehow. I'm not sure if we can do that, but we'll try. Uh, yeah. So yes, yeah, so either big
1: be- Yeah, and then they'll ask you for a um, for a, a
0: ID number, won't they? That's what. Right, that's the meeting room. That's right. Yeah. That's right.
2: Maybe we can post it just before the show, so that everyone that. Um, comes to watch the show can go to our Facebook page and just have a look at it there and get the information from there. It's in the yep. show
0: notes, you can copy and paste it in if you like. Yes, yes, it is in the, it's there somewhere. But, uh, yeah,
1: I'll dig it out and post it for you in Facebook. All right, cool. In, just, in, just in the chat. All
0: right. Yes. Now, while you're doing that then, I'll tell you the biggest news, the biggest, must be the biggest news since, uh, since I went on cable. I got my MBN today. How good's that? After you years, after years of waiting, years and years and years and years, it's finally arrived, and it went without a hitch. It was the the most simplest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was the most simplest. I don't know what you guys experience. Well, Joe, you're not on it as yet, no. are you? But no, th- I'm, not, I'm still on the cable. That's right. But uh, Jordan, you're you're on it, and I think you're on. Are you on the fibre to the node? Is that what you're on? Yep. 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 So you would have had a bit of an install uh, thing, but my I'm on the HFC, so I've already had the cable into the house from Telstra and the yep. Foxtel. So the guy comes in, he was here about 7.15, and he goes, hmm, and he uh, unplugs the Telstra modem, plugs the NBM modem in, he says, see you later. And it was all done as the simplest thing I've ever seen in my life I was expecting to have to uh, you know um, set up routers and all this sort of stuff you know and reset up Wi-Fi and all this but no it was just the MBN modem because these what happens is every house gets the MBN modem and then you supply your own router or your ISP will then supply with a router of their choice and you plug the router into the MBN modem and then that and that's the your then that that router is the Wi-Fi but uh, this MBM thing MBN modem my set up was uh, out of the wall I already had the telstra modem and then that went into an, another router so he just replaced the middleman, the, the little modem and away it went so great so it was all right uh speed wise uh i went on the nine what the hundred down 40 up plan i probably did a few tests today uh continuously getting about 90 95 down and about 30 35 up so so far so good happy with that you've got to be happy with that yeah, I am. I'm, it's going to be so good, like after the show, when I put it all together, you know, and edit it and upload it, it's just going to save so much time, it's just going to be so awesome, I'll tell you. Because normally, say, with the YouTube, I don't normally upload it till tomorrow uh, or the next day, and it normally takes about an hour and a bit, uh, depends how long the show goes, but normally about for an hour show, it'll take about an hour ten minutes to upload. That was at five meg up, uh, if, if you're lucky to get that. So it'll be interesting to see what I go tomorrow i uh, got a static IP, uh, all that, Aussie broadband, uh, 110 a month. Can't complain. It's pretty good. So far, how so fast, good. How fast
1: did you say your uploads were? Uh,
0: 35. Oh, yeah. What are yours?
1: About 78. Uploads? No, sorry. <laughs> Downloads. <laughs> yeah, about, about 38 or something, I think
0: it was, yeah. Yeah, right. So you're on the 140.
1: <laughs> uh. Say that again. You're Obviously, you're on I the hundred forty. Call numbers. I oh yeah, sorry. So no, that's all right. So um, hundred and forty what?
0: You're on the hundred down, forty up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Hundred down, forty
1: up. I pay an extra twenty bucks a month or something for it, so it's about ninety bucks a month or something. Yeah. yeah. What are you paying a month? Uh, hundred
0: and ten. Hundred and
1: ten. Yeah. Yeah. It's mine's with Telstra, yours is with Aussie
0: Broadband. Yeah. So so far so good. Although I did see a uh, graph today about. I was, I was reading something or other about uh, the the company speeds, and i tell you, Paul the Aussie Broadband, they only reached their advertised speed 25% of the time. Was the lowest of the whole lot, but um, I can't believe it. But uh, I've had nothing but good reports from it, so I'm sure that those graphs are a bit wonky. So we'll see. I've got a free month, so no contracts so you know I'm not not locked in any. Looks like I'm looking at myself on the camera. I'm turned into a dwarf. There we go. Turn the turn the camera up. How's that looking? All right. <laughs> so, yeah, all good this end. Yeah, uh, Brett, yep, the HFC, NBN, so far so good. So, pretty happy. How exciting, eh? It is exciting. I just can't wait to upload now. I just, you know, I've been so, but you just had, that's stuck at well, two. Well, even
1: the stream will be better.
0: Oh, well, hopefully. Uh, it should I mean, be. Last
1: time I think you were on, we were having problems with the streaming, weren't we? Hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah, well, I was only getting five, eight, if that five up. And I think even this week. So we'll see how we go. If anyone on the Facebook lets us know how the stream is, because the kids are playing Fortnite and everything, so I'll let them, we're going to give it a full workout. Um, all right, let's uh, kick well, off. I with...
2: can't believe the you two guys have got 38 down, uh, 38 up. I mean, I got 1.5 at, at the best, Yeah. And I'm doing all right, so I can imagine what 38 is going to be like.
0: Yeah, that's oh, it's pretty cool. Like, I was uploading the... You know how I do the radio, uh, the Aussie Tech, Aussie Tech Radio. Uh, so I was uploading those today, and I was looking like, and I had, a I could see how how fast they went up last week, and they were going up at you know 200k, 300k, and all this sort of stuff. This week it was like three meg, two meg, one meg. It was just all just flying up. It was so so fast, Joe. You got to get involved. What, what what's what's your bottleneck? Why aren't you on it? Not not Me? available. Yeah.
2: Oh, no, NBN's not available at the moment, but even, even on cable, like I'm on cable, I still get my 90, 95 down, 80, 75, depending on on the network, um, you know, it's congestion. Yeah. But upload, up the best I could, I've ever gotten is between 1 and 1.5, no bigger than that.
0: Mm. Well, Telstra's just moved, if you were with Telstra, they've just moved everyone to 5 up. Um, so I don't know why Optus is lagging, pulling the chain there a bit, are they? So
2: yeah, not happy about that. But anyway, it's, it seems to be doing the job fine. So that's why I'm saying I can't imagine what, you know, you and Jordan, and I'm 38 up, I can't imagine what that's
0: like. Yes. Oh, you will one day. You will one day. And yeah. It's jo- unreal. It's unreal.
1: I'll tell you what, my mum got the satellite uh, version of it, and she lives out in the middle of nowhere. And just doing remote desktopping with her was just, it was just so difficult. Yeah. With her and her ADSL connection. And then she finally got the satellite one
0: yeah
1: and how much better it is to just remote desktop in and help her with her emails and stuff and she's uploading to me at a good pace it's so good mm. uploads
0: yeah yeah it's, yeah it's great it makes everything go more efficient and uh what justin me, yeah he agrees you know, with us as well
1: faster, you know it's great it's
0: awesome yep yep uh justin must have hfc so uh he's in the facebook lounge and he's a, he's in a green all around so that's good well let's not talk about my facebook uh, my nbn thing all night uh let me tell you about the uh aussie tech you get the tune in radio app search for aussie tech radio bang there you go Or will go to aussie tech for all the rest of it the facebook.com forward slash aussie youtube.com forward slash aussie show notes at uh, aussie dot forward slash podcast all right so uh, while we've been oh, away <laughs> I, I guess i had an email from damien so thanks for that damien he writes he goes hey glenn thanks for the podcast really enjoy it that's very nice of you to say so A couple of things that might interest you, Uh, he's got a, I have a Huawei Mate 20 Pro, and uh, so I'm not sure what's going to happen to you with those in the near future. Uh, This phone (laughs) was released prior to the Samsung S10, but has features of the phone like fingerprint sensor, in-screen, reverse charging, etc. Like your Xiaomi, Chinese, but way ahead of the mainstream brands. Yeah, that's right. I think uh, look, those Huawei's. I did read something to say that the existing ones will still play pretty nice with the Androids Play Store and and whatnot. It's just the new ones that are coming out uh, may not play nicely. Uh, Google's going to because of the US's decision to you know block you know no, to, to block IP or to whatever this trade war was going on. But anyway, the Trump has said to Google can't do anything with China, so no one's doing anything with China. Uh, China. Yeah, so there we go.
1: Sorry, I was just going to say it's kind of funny because, you know, Huawei or Huawei or whatever you want to pronounce it, they're um such a big, big business, like, you know, making millions or billions of dollars. Um, you know, I start to wonder sometimes how much of it is just the US being hard to deal with.
0: Yeah, oh, I don't know. They, they've
1: got but they've got their history, I suppose, to to prove that they're shonky or they're not chunky or whatever. But.
0: Mm. Yeah, um, all right. Let's get into some stories. I know you've got a few uh, this week, Jordan. So let's let's start with you. What have you got cooking? On
1: Facebook, you're getting a screen freeze. I don't know. Oh yeah, all right. I'll go with me. I had a, um, I had a, a something uh, while you were talking about internet. Um, just a just a brief one. Where is it? Telstra rolls out Australia's first five G service.
0: Right. Yes, that's good.
1: So Sydney, uh, Australia joined the ranks of the nations adopting the fifth-generation wireless networks with Tuesday's service launch by its largest mobile carrier, Telstra, which oh. released a 5G smartphone from Samsung Electronics the same day. Uh, Telstra is rolling out 5G services initially in parts of 10 cities, including Sydney. Uh, the fast network is available in less than 10% of the area in commercial in the commercial capital. But um, plans call... What am I up to lost my spot, sorry, but plans call for expanding coverage areas and increasing cities where 5G is offered to over 35 uh, next year. Um, the price of 5G plan offering 160 gigabytes of data and unlimited calling is $154 Australian per month, including Samsung's uh, S10 handset. Yeah, so... Agency allocated 5G spectrum to four major telecoms, including Telstra and second-ranked Optus in December.
0: Second-ranked, yeah. Look, I, I saw that as well. And look, I've got some. I've got a little chart of prices there uh, mm. for you to have a look at. But. Yeah, they reckon that that hundred and well, with Telstra, these these plans are coming out this week from Telstra. And I think that Samsung Galaxy S10 is coming out this week as well to to fit nicely with the plans. Uh, but Telstra's got that hundred and sixty gig plan for one hundred and nineteen dollars a month. Um, but the thing that interested me uh, with that story that I read anyway, with the one Only that
1: ten percent coverage though. Oh gee, so I, so I assume you you'd be. On four G most of the time, yeah, four G most of
0: the time. Mm, yeah, but there's one little paragraph in the story that I read that came from where this come from? C R N dot The pretty much the last paragraph. It said Telstra has also said that the five G won't cost extra for the next year, but that it will eventually become extra fifteen dollars a month. So, so they're going to charge you an extra fifteen. This is in there in the plan. Extra fifteen dollars if you want to get on the five G. Wow. Yeah, so...
1: just so I wonder if it'll still be an issue for gamers, I wonder, whether they can use it. What, 5G? Hmm.
0: Well, I guess they can use it.
1: Well, don't they say that gamers don't like the mobile um, data because of caching and other sorts of issues, even though mobile data is probably still currently faster than my home internet connection? <laughs> I think I did a speed test on my phone the other day, and it was 100-something megabytes, or well over 100 megabits a second whatever it was, and I'm thinking, oh, I can't get that fast at home.
0: Yeah. Well, the 5G is supposed to be super fast, isn't it? And that's why yeah. they've, they've given the, these uh, big data plans because mm-hmm. they reckon, like, you know, faster the faster your phone goes, uh, the faster you're going to chew through data.
1: The more data. So 160 gig a, a month on your phone. We're all crying out for just, you know, a 5 gig. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't use a lot of gigs on my phone. I, I've, I've pared back to 2 gig a month. Because yeah, I'm...
1: I've got I've got thirty on mine.
0: I don't reckon I go over about two. Yeah, right. What What do you do, Jay? You a big four G user?
2: No, I don't. I, I'm on a thirty gigabyte plan myself. I might go through about five or six.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was on. I was a bit tight, you know, because the five the five gig a month plan was twenty five dollars, and I thought oh, I'll get away with the 50, the fifteen dollar a month plan at two. And uh, I've only once. I've only just went on to that uh, fifteen dollar a month plan, and I've had to. P- up once for 10 so i still have to pay the 25 anyway <laughs> so,
1: who's that with did you say uh aldi oh with the uh, with the aldi yeah Find that one they won't get 5g very quickly i wouldn't imagine
0: yeah well i haven't got a 5g phone any My little charmy she, has, she doesn't know no. what what 5g is but you'd be struggling even to get 4g with aldi isn't that right or have they got four nah. G now? no nah, no nah, they're 4g i no, wouldn't have done it if they didn't
1: for a long time and they didn't have four
0: yeah that's right because telstra was only wholesaling the the 3g yeah, but they had, to, they had to do the 4G, otherwise the thing was useless. You can't sit around on 3G all your life. Jeez. No, no that's right. Jeez. Uh, look, <laughs> well, let me get to a, uh, well, I'll do an interesting story first. I, it was the, the last story in the list, but um, it was interesting. I like to get them up front because sometimes, you know, people uh, tune out. <laughs> so, but I wanted, I wanted to tell you about this one. There's a website called of thepersistenceofchaos.com. Now, what the persistence of chaos is, was that there was a, a laptop that was up there for auction, and it did sell for 1.3 million dollars. And Now, what you would think? Now, why, why, why would you buy a laptop for 1.3 million? Let me tell you the specs. Let me get this up. Now, normally, normally, if you're on the video, I can show you these things, but I can't this week because uh, I just can't capture the Firefox for some reason. Uh, the specs of this. Oh, where, where is this gone? persistence of chaos i'll tell you the specs and let me know if you would if you would buy for 1.3 million um it's an air gap samsung n g10 14 gig 10.2 inch blue network 2008 windows xp sp3 (laughs)
1: right okay so we're going into antiquities now yeah but you
0: know do you know do you know why people wanted to buy it Oh, there's a picture
1: there you got a picture up
0: yeah there's the picture but it was it was on up for auction uh, because it had six pieces of malware on it. So how do you like that? So that's what, that's the, that was the, the selling point. So it was a laptop that was packed with six types of dangerous malware. The artwork, and it was art, that's what it was sold, it was artwork. It was, it was sold as artwork. So it was a joint project between art, this artist, Guo Odong and cyber security company Deep Instinct. and An anonymous bidder bought the 11-year-old laptop containing the malware. Among the malware loaded onto the PC was the I Love You virus from 2000. Uh, also included was the WannaCry ransomware that uh, struck... Wansom, organis- wansomware? Yeah, Wansomeware. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, What's you, up? You would have <laughs> it, w- it was Wansomeware. <laughs> <It It laughs> you'd be crying I'm your eyes out. Um, because the sale is restricted to the US, whoever purchased the laptop will receive it only once it. In- ports... Oh, how's it... Yeah, so because the sale of the malware, because it is restricted in the US, whoever purchases this laptop will receive it only once its ports and internet capabilities have been functionally disabled. Okay. So, so you
1: can then turn it back on when you get it. Yeah, well,
0: there you go. But how's that? $1.3 million for so an infected... So what's
1: worth more, of the laptop or the or the the viruses? The, the,
0: um, the, the, the <laughs> yeah, well, it was just... The, the, the whamware Some, somehow it was just art on the auction page it was sold as uh there's a pa- it had a live stream it was it had a live stream of this computer in being infected but now there's just a sold sign up there it's the persistence of chaos.com if anyone's interested um so it's
1: something to do with the spam that's on it the yeah malware. it was just
0: art an art an art piece a piece of art weird. That's yeah. weird yeah the i love you virus so
1: the funds didn't go to charity or something
0: No, I doubt it. (laughs) The the love you, I love you virus, the my doom, so big, want to cry, dark tequila, and black energy. Uh, The black energy was a a rootkit process injection technique, robust encryption, and a modular architecture known as the dropper. Black energy was used in a cyber attack that prompted a large scale blackout in the Ukraine in 2015. So these viruses weren't mucking around, they found the good ones. So, mm. so, there you go. That's just very interesting. I thought it was uh, quite a a unique sort of story.
1: There you go. It was unique. It was good.
0: Yes, uh, but I wouldn't be throwing I wouldn't be throwing twenty bucks at it just quietly. But um, no. no. But um, you
1: plan on using that that uh, the the malware for something.
0: Yes, <laughs> I am sure you can download malware from somewhere if you if you wanted to. You
1: probably find a copy of it somewhere and not have to pay that much money for it. Mm,
0: probably. Now, Joe, what what have you bought since you, since we've seen you last?
2: I, I bought one of those Samsung SmartThings Wi-Fi units. Um, the ones that have the added uh, hub on them so that you can connect your SmartThings uh, devices
0: to it. Right. Oh, yes, you've been talking about one of those. Yes,
2: I finally got it and um, I connected it all up and it seems to work okay except for a couple of things that I'm not happy about and that is that um, you can't sort of... You can't get it to work. Well, I couldn't get it to work alongside my existing home network, my wireless network.
0: Right. So, as in, like, um, what the two interfered with each other, or you, did, or you wanted to try and merge them together?
2: I wanted to run them as separate networks. Right. So, yep, yeah, sure. Once you, once you, you go through the settings, you can actually then go and name your new network. You can give it a new password and everything. Yep. Um, that works out fine. But the only thing then is that only devices that are connected to that network, like it will, like this quarter, for example, a Samsung network, um, any devices that are connected to that Samsung wireless network will then only connect to that network, but then for some reason they're not going through the internet and I can't access them via the other network.
0: Right, so you can't, the internet's not passing through? Yeah, that? right, so right.
2: I'm still having difficulties with that. And, and the problem is I can't actually get into the router itself. Because um, it is like a wireless router, yep, and and change any of the network settings. Oh, right. like whatever it detects, it, that's what goes through. So, so you you can't actually go in there and change any the subnets or anything like that.
0: So they saying like how you how they want you to use it is just you just plug it straight into say your modem, and then that's it. You let the Samsung be the only device on that internet connection.
2: It it appears to me that that's what they want. Yes. Um, you, you, they don't like you using your existing router. And, and look, in all, in all fairness, um, if you were to run you know, two or three of these, um, like it's, it's used as a mesh network, you can get two or three other little hubs and put them around your home and it sort of connects up like a mesh, a mesh network.
0: How do you connect the first or oh, that one up? Is it uh, by LAN or Wi-Fi? Must be yeah, by, LAN. By, by LAN. Yeah, it'd have to be, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, and so how many ports how many Ethernet ports are on the back of it?
2: Only one. Uh, okay. two, sorry. One in, one out.
0: Okay. So okay, so you must be able to put one in. So that must be so you obviously put the from your existing router. Have you put from your existing router in to the Samsung?
2: That's right, yep. And it's, there's also a, an out port on the back of that that um, Samsung smart thing. Yeah.
0: Have you put a um, you attached a computer to the Samsung out?
2: No, I haven't connected anything to that. I don't think there's a need for it, unless you want to connect it to another Samsung um, smart device. You know, another Samsung smart device.
0: But wouldn't you like if you connect to the computer, you might be able to then uh, see its settings. Like, could you navigate easier uh, to its? Uh, uh, Setting page, whatever you call it.
2: Well, I've, I've been trying to access it by the app. I don't think there's any, a web interface that you can use at the moment. Well, I haven't seen one anyway. I haven't I have actually been looking for it. But mm. you can, all of us set up by the Samsung Smart Things app.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, keep working at it. I'm sure you have to be able to do it somehow. Like,
2: yeah, uh, the other thing I didn't like about that? it, and um, yeah, go on, Glen. Uh, go, go, Jordan. What's the unit called? What is it? Uh? It's a Sam Smart, Samsung Smart Things Wi Fi router
0: yeah you should oh it's called it's a like router a,
2: it's like a little round hub thing
0: Just if it's googling it
1: because i haven't heard of it
0: if it's if it's called a call to router you'd have to think that it's going to act like a router well it, it uh, is
1: powerful yeah
0: it is if i was to go
2: right out of my modem straight into this router it would work as per normal but mm. i don't want it to work like that i want it to run alongside my existing router
0: you want to make it a subnet yeah yeah yeah, it should still should do that if it's if it calls itself a router. But, but any, anyway, I'm sure we'll, you get it. Yeah, we'll get it going for you. you Joe. You know
2: what I'm thinking of doing, and I don't know if this is going to work or not. Um, I'm thinking of coming out from the back of the modem. Yep. Um, using a, a double Ethernet adapter. Mm. Right. So the back of the back of the modem will come out with the network port to a double Ethernet adapter. Run one to the smart things hub yep. and then run the other one to my existing router mm. So, and then my existing router changed the subnet on that so therefore it's like a slash two subnet something what's or a the, different sort
0: of subnet. What's the IP address of this thing now out of the box? Oh,
2: it, it runs out of 192.168 something or other.
0: Right. So have you tried going to that address in your web browser? Yeah.
2: No, I haven't. Um, I, I should, Hey, eh? I should try yeah, and do that by yeah. the port number
0: yeah, if you just hook your computer straight into it and then just go to that one nine two one six eight and you probably get a setup page. And right. you might maybe. And you might be able to do a couple of things. Yeah, look,
2: I, I don't know. I, I wasn't aware of all these things we wanted before I got it. Um mm. I what I do like about the the Samsung Smart Things router is that it not only is it a, a Wi-Fi router but it's also a ZigBee router.
0: Oh yes, you're on the ZigBee stuff, on the ZigBee train. Right?
2: It's on. A, it's also a ZigBee device. And yep. it's also a, 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 M, a new M-Wave device. Oh, okay, yep, yep. Right? So it's got all this uh, IoT stuff built into it, right? So you can connect them via each other mm. um, and start running what they call routines or scenes um, that allow you to do many things around the home. you know, like turn on the light and then It sends you a message and and things like that. It allows you to do a lot of things.
0: Mm. Well, I bought a Wi-Fi, I think it was a TP-Link Wi-Fi PowerPoint thing. You know, you plug it into the PowerPoint and got another PowerPoint at the end of it. Um, But I haven't set it up yet. (laughs) I might get around it this week.
2: That's that's the other thing. I've got about four or five of those Wi-Fi PowerPoints and I've actually um, started uh, connecting it to the the device and see if it could pick it up. Mm. But it wouldn't actually pick it up. For some reason, it picked it up on. uh, It only picks up five G. It must be hardwired to pick up five G stuff.
0: Yeah,
2: right. Five G Wi-Fi. I'm I'm not sure what's going on with it. I have to look. I'm. I'm, Yeah. I haven't been able to find much information. What's Russell saying here? Give me a sec. Uh, But why? I just go down to the modem, smart things, normal Wi-Fi. Yeah. See, Justin, I'd rather run two separate networks. Um, And the reason I want to do that is because. I plan on running some Wi-Fi lights in the home, right? And I've got like maybe uh, thirty of them, right? And and I don't want to degrade my Wi-Fi signal by running all these Wi-Fi devices. Mm. But what the idea is with this Samsung SmartThings hub is to run all my smart things to that hub. That only takes up one port, so um, the bandwidth is very minimal when it runs thirty or forty devices um, on this one particular device. Um, and and they only, as as you know, they are only just very small um, data between the, between the you know the communication between the Wi-Fi. There's only a very small data, but at the same time, I don't want to have thirty or forty different devices running, you know, lights, turn them on and off, and whatever else. Um, otherwise, I'd run it just a straight say a straight. Um, Samsung or straight Wi-Fi, that's why I bought this one.
0: Mm. I'm sure it's gonna to have to work the way that you want it to. It has to, because like, if you buy one of these things, you can't just expect to bring it home, that'd be the, the only Wi-Fi device in your router in your house. It wouldn't that's work. That's to with what you've got. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it'll, there'll be a way. it wouldn't
1: be very sellable if it was too hard for the average user.
0: Yeah, there'll be a way, there'll be a way. Oh, what's, Justin's got 76 devices on his home network. Jeez, <laughs> oh, and 22 lights going off <laughs> wow 76 yeah, i've probably got about 20. Bloody bloody i don't hell. have
1: any so get with it man you know
0: yeah uh, look i, I don't I've, even
1: been, have i'm
2: doing, doing a, bit of, a lot of research AI in
1: my house at all <laughs> except for my phone
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've been doing a lot of research and um most of the research i've come across indicates that um maybe not 20 or 30 devices but when you start getting into a lot of devices your Wi-Fi signal does degrade somewhat and it's not so much the Wi-Fi itself that's the problem it's more the router that's the problem the processing Mm. power behind the router can't handle it
0: yeah you got to get a you got to get a grunty router right as well
2: so um,
0: I love my pf sense
2: what's Ray saying here Ray saying he created an IOT guest EIFI network for security to keep the dodgy cheap IoT stuff (laughs) off the
0: network. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Is
1: that what you're saying by you want to have a separate network? Are you saying you want to have a separate network just for all these devices that's not included in your personal network? Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So rather than having my laptops and my, you know, PlayStation and all all that running off it, just have all my lights, my, my, my um, doorbells and, and all sorts of stuff just running off of it.
1: But have you got a modem then or a, like a Telstra router or something or whoever your internet's with that's got m- multiple ports on it? I do, Yes, yeah, but it's actually one.
2: it's actually bridges at the moment.
1: Yeah, but either way you've got a, a, a main router, like a main one that you're using that comes in before you use your main router?
2: I have a main modem only, yeah.
1: yeah and on the main modem, does it have multiple LAN
2: ports? No, only one. Only one. So, oh, uh,
1: can you take that to a router and then get another two routers?
2: <laughs> that's what that's that's what I've got. Right, I've got the main modem coming out from from Optus, for example. Right, that's my provider.
1: It goes to your router that you. Goes run. to
2: my Asus router. Yep. Now, from my Asus router, that's a, a five-port router. I take one of those ports and it goes out to um, this smart things. Right, and the rest so your of modem's the
1: modems bridged, which means your router is doing the routing.
2: Exactly right.
1: So. You could also set up does your modem have, have multiple like DMZ networks and stuff like that in it? Your router?
2: Um, I have, I have seen that it's got those DMZ zones, but I haven't set anything up like anything up like that
0: yet. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah, we'll we'll leave it there and we'll um talk we'll, to you about
1: it after the show, we won't hold up the whole thing, but you can get, you know, two routers and just go use the internet. Should be able to. Router. Yeah, should be if you able get to get another router and plug into your your router but plug in by the internet port instead of the same LAN ports and mm. that'll become a separate network.
0: Yeah, that's right. It should work. But let's um, let's move on to yeah, something. you're right. It should work. It's just
2: that I can't change the configuration on the second router. That's all.
0: Yeah. It should, you should be able to do We'll think of something. Uh, we'll, we'll fix you up, Joe. Don't worry. Come back to it. Um, look, well, let's move on. I've got another one just quickly here. Uh, for those that use Canva, and uh, if you've heard of Canva, it's like a uh, graphic design software that's on the net, and I didn't know, I didn't realise, it is is an Australian piece of software. So it's a has alerted, Canvas, has alerted its users to an attack that has seen a number of community username and email addresses accessed. The attack was detected on Saturday, the company's letters to users states that although the hackers obtained passwords, they obtained them in their encrypted form. Uh, so, which is good. So, uh, you know, so that you might have lost your email address and lost your uh, whatever else they accessed, but they, they didn't get your password because they were encrypted. They were all encrypted. They were soldered and hashed with bcrypt. Uh, the company is sufficiently concerned by the incident, incident to recommend, in line with best practices, that everyone, if you're on Canva, change your password. Uh, and Canva, how's this? Has over 130 million users and is one of Australia's most prominent technology companies. Um, yeah, look, that's, uh, I don't know if we can get a picture of that. There's No, not really. That picture doesn't work for some reason. It's going a bit crazy that there.
1: that online thing, is it all?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's a GIF. Maybe it just doesn't like GIFs. But anyway, uh, Joe, what have you got? Time for one of your little stories.
2: I have this um, Alexa skill um, that's just come out in the UK uh, that some people might find interesting. And it's, and it's to help people with Alzheimer's uh, and dementia. Um, some sort of um, skill has been developed in the UK for, to help people with uh, early stage dementia uh, to maintain their independence. Right. Oh. Yeah, it, the, the skill's called My Carer uh, skill, in yep. the, uh, the Alexa, um, and allows users to set reminders for daily tasks like doctor's appointments. And preparing meals and things like that.
0: Right. So, um, so what is it? How does it actually? So the Alexa, you can say to Alexa, "What fix me the uh, remind me when tea's on or something."
2: Yeah, you know, it, it's like a little skill that you have um, that you add within the device. It's like a, um, and it, and it tells you, you know. You can program it to tell you when you know your next appointment is with the doctor. Okay. Um, And you know, remind me that I need to go uh,
0: turn the lights on
2: so later on this afternoon. Mm. Yeah, right. People like you and I, perhaps we don't have that problem to remember things on a daily basis. But this special um, Alexa skill that's been um, added uh, in here in uh, for the Alexa. app right it allows you to do things stuff like that
0: yeah i see that it yes uh, yeah so it allows it will you can program it so it will help you help or help the person recall facts about their family and friends so that's um yeah that's uh, interesting so yeah, so that, that's a good little thing if you've got an alexa mm. um you know
2: uh, there's a lot of people out there who might you know use their alexa device for listening to music and and for um, you know, the, you know, getting weather and asking questions about this or that. But this little school here, which they've just added and they're just trying out, um, I reckon it's a good idea for people who, uh, you know, who have that sort of disease.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think anything that's going to help them have a better quality of life is going to be good, isn't it? Like, I guess you know. Even if it's you know, if they're stu- if they're living by themselves and they're say, maybe in the early stages or whatever, you know, maybe you know when you hook your lights up and you turn all your lights off, it says, "Hey, uh, don't forget to turn the stove off," and things like that. Have you checked the stove and maybe things like that? Yeah, that'd be that's a good little thing. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, oh,
2: listen, before I go on, there's something I need to just a shout out to Ainsley, who um, who contacted me during the week uh, on a on a product for. Um, to talk to her about a product. I just want you to know that I, I haven't forgotten about you. I did get your email but it went into the spam folder and I didn't just see it until recently. So um, I just want to let you know that um, I will contact you during the week sometime next week if you're listening to the show.
0: Alright, good on you, Ainsley. Joe's on the case. Um, now, have you guys noticed that there's less and less ATM machines? Is this a thing that's that's uh, gone into your brain and you've gone, oh, there's not many atm machines around anymore like phone boxes well if you did think that you would be right because the national australia bank has quietly got rid of 1943 teller uh the financial statements reveal it is now only has just only got 926 atms in australia as of the 31st of march which isn't a lot is it That's what like under a thousand atms uh that's not much at all you think there must be a thousand towns in Australia, and you know, like most of these big, bigger sort of towns or whatever, they'd have, you'd have to have an ATM, but no, nah, this is the way of the world, it's all uh, FPOS and touch and click and tap and go and all this sort of stuff. It uh, compares to, so in March 2018, so only 12 months ago, the company, that comp- they had 2,869. So, wow, and 2,695 in September, so they've been closely, uh, quietly getting rid of them. Westpac has got rid of 350 ATMs in the last half year. Uh, Westpac's 2018 annual report stated it pulled 400. So ATMs, they're on the way out. Who would have thought? Eh? I remember the first day. Well, there was ATM.
2: something in the news this week about that, wasn't it? Where they're using now some sort of an app or something and not have to worry about going through your normal bank or ATM machine?
0: Yeah, right, right. Well, I know uh, the NAB pulled out of that, that ReadyTeller network. And I noticed that there was one up the street, was a ready teller that went, and, um, yeah, but I guess you don't really need, where do When you... was
1: the last time you used an ATM, Glenn? Uh,
0: yeah, but I'd probably That's go once a month, I guess, probably once a month.
1: I'm more likely to go into the bank and have a chin wag with the ladies behind the counter than I am to go. And I can't that. be
0: bothered waiting in the line, <laughs> so I don't. There's like never a
1: going. line in there. No one ever goes in the bank either, really. Yeah. Maybe ATMs are gone and banks will be next.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think they wish they were. Well, uh, you can me-
1: get a loan online now, you, know? you don't even have to go to a bank anymore. Well,
0: I remember the Westpac, the uh, the uh, ATMs first come out. I'm pretty sure Westpac might have been the first. I remember it dispensed five dollar notes. I remember putting my card in, getting a little $5 note out. And I know. I know. It was a long time ago. Uh, all right. Uh, Jordan. Is
1: your uh, Facebook feed stopped,
0: Joe? Um, let me have a look. No, mine's no, still, still going.
1: Still going. Mine's stopped. I don't know what it is, whether it's me or it just says no one's watching it and it's paused. Mm. No,
0: we've got three people watching it, four people watching it. Oh, going off. Going off. <laughs> <laughs> like a frog in a sock. Now, uh, do you want to do I a... do
1: have something similar along that, actually. Um, I had a, a little story. Where is it? Oh, don't tell me. It didn't come up in my it's...
0: You're still using that edge. Well, while you find that oh, up... I had
1: one, and maybe it didn't come up. Oh, you know what? I think it was the last one I read on my phone, and then I got interrupted. But I can tell you what it was brief, briefly off the top of my head. It was just that Seven Eleven are getting more and more yeah, um, using this app. I think I may have spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, but they've now I think in was Richmond from reading the story somewhere, in Richmond or Melbourne or something somewhere in Melbourne. Seven Elevens now gotten rid of their uh, their counter and their the guy that stands there. You pay your pay your petrol and everything at the counter. Yeah, You just click and go. You use your app. So they've got a Seven Eleven app. You go into the store and you get your petrol or you buy what you want in the store. You scan your barcode and you pay for it with your app and leave
0: yeah right well i i can pretty much do that now except i hand the phone over uh and he's and the guy scans it like there's no
1: the... there's not even a guy there they reckon in this yeah shop. right yeah so you just walk in and you pay for it with your phone so you know
0: yeah why not move that out to, to the bowser
1: check out chick but it's Seven <laughs> Eleven.
0: well why not move that out to the bowser
1: well yeah. why not but they, they've still got their store there you can still go mm. in and buy you know go and buy packet of smokes or whatever it is you have to get from the shop i suppose and scan your barcode and go
0: well, i've only just discovered 7-eleven in the last couple of months and just you know like the, the coffee slurpees their coffees did you oh no the slurpees <laughs> lured me in yeah and the,
1: the, the coffee's <laughs> got me i'm there every day yeah and then the every coffees. Day, i reckon i have a coffee at least once a day
0: yeah have you got the app the 7-eleven app no i haven't because but you I
1: have seen it
0: yeah you get the app and you get like the large uh coffees uh for a dollar or something
1: if you've got the app, you get the large ones for a $1, dollar. That's right. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Yeah, well, that's the app. Apparently, you just use that app. So you walk into the Seven Eleven store and you pay for it with that app.
0: And they got that fuel uh, fuel lock-in thing, uh, so you can lock the price that you fuel in. And so to tell you how good this is. Like my little cube only takes forty liters, right? But uh, it saved. I saved the other day. I saved something like eighteen dollars to fill it up because I locked the price in at like a dollar nineteen. Uh, when and I had to fill up when the Bowser price was a dollar sixty-seven, so I saved. Yeah, that's it good. It's great. So like, you
1: lock the price in on the app as to what you want your fuel to cost you every time you go there.
0: No, so what happens is you it, it, it finds your the best price locally, right? The app will so to look around. That it matches it. No, so to look around the. Uh, it's only Seven Eleven stores, so to look around all the Seven Eleven stores around, say, Rabina. There's about five or six of them within, say, ten kilometres or something. And uh, so then it looks like, okay, this, the one at Broadbeach is the cheapest. So it's, uh, you know, price of petrol might be, say, 167 but the mm-hmm. one at Broadbeach might be 165 right? Mm-hmm. So you go, okay, that's pretty dear, probably won't lock in for that. Uh, but then, you know, the price comes down every day for the next two weeks or whatever. So it gets down to about $1.19. You go, okay, lock. So you lock it in, <laughs> and it lasts for seven days. And then in the, within that seven days, if the price goes back up, you still get it for your nineteen.
1: But only for seven days? Yes. That's oh, that right. Sucks
0: because I probably wouldn't use a whole tank of fuel. In seven <laughs> well, days. you you got to. Well, That's neither do I. But you got to manage it. So I try and manage it. So like I'll. So like the price now is about $1.40. dollar forty. So I thought. Well, you know, chances are may go down more, which then you can still get it at a cheaper price. So so I've locked in today at a dollar forty. So just in case, might go back up to a dollar sixty-seven next week. If it if you don't need to fill up, you don't need to fill up. So you just let the thing expire and lock in again next time. Yeah. Yeah. So um oh look, Justin locked in at ninety nine point nine. Jeez, that's all right. Free coffee as well. Oh, where do you live? Yeah. There was there was an error oh at Rabina, there was an error at Rabina. Oh no way. I never seen that. Oh, spewing. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> A triple C hauls Sony to court for refusing PlayStation refunds. So Sony, uh, Entertainment Europe broke Australian consumer law by telling customers they could not get a refund for faulty PlayStation games. So, Sony violated consumer law by telling customers it, it did not have to give them refunds for faulty games that had been downloaded. So, they also told customers it could not provide refunds unless the game developer, who is a separate entity, confirmed the product was irreparably faulty. So, when Sony did agree to a refund, it told customers it could do so only with store credits rather than cash. Well, hey, they're going to give you cash anyway. Fair dinkum. Um So anyway, uh, so ACCC said, consumer guarantees do not expire after a digital product has been downloaded. As we allege, Sony Europe told consumers, and refunds must be given in the form of the original payment unless the customer chooses to receive it in-store credit. A Sony support person allegedly told a customer who wanted to return the game Hitman, there was actually no way for us to refund. And I suppose, well, a bit of a quandary, wouldn't it be? So, like the uh, PlayStation Store or the Xbox Store or the iTunes Store, whatever. It's only really the gateway uh, for these things. Um, so, if someone wants a refund, well, yeah, we'll say PlayStation hasn't got that the whole ninety dollars, have they? They've got maybe thirty of it. They have to give sixty to the to the uh, publisher. So then Sony's got to go back to the publisher and say, well, we want sixty bucks back. So, a bit of a quandary, but. Got, They've got enough money, I'm sure I can sort that out. So, uh, yeah, I've had no problem. I've, I've contacted Xbox a couple of times with things that maybe I've purchased that straight away was just crap. And I've said that's not what it was supposed to be and I've um, refunded it. So it's been all right for me. But, um, I, yeah, I haven't done it to a $99 game though. Uh, what else have you got, Jordan? Kicking around on those that broken Edge browser that you use.
1: Actually, it's not my browser that's broken tonight. It's not Edge. It's actually Edge that's working. It's... The Google one that's that's decided it doesn't want to work for me. I've lost uh, the Facebook feed. I don't know what's going on with that. let um, will have a look and see what I've got. I've got plenty of stories, haven't I? Uh, I got a, Spotify has finally added uh, added the sleep timer to their app, which is pretty cool. That was a short one, but now you can go to bed with music on and set the sleep timer. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: all right. That's, that's pretty a good,
1: good idea. About time they brought that out. Hmm. Um, and Apple's uh, refreshing their iPod
0: Touch. Why? Well,
1: they've not refreshed it. They've just said that Apple's iPod Touch is now going to have the iPhone 7's processor. So if you thought that... whoopie you do. Yeah, if you thought that they weren't doing anything since 2015, um, now they're adding that processor from the the iPhone 7. So there's two
0: small... Why would you buy an iPod? Kids? I don't know.
1: Why would you buy an iPod? So the kids can use iMessage. (laughs) I don't know. That's about it. They, Australia still doesn't have Facebook Messenger for kids yet, so probably for the iMessage.
0: Hmm. Um. Yeah. rightio uh, What? What, um, did, what?
1: else have I got? I got plenty. Um. Oh. Uh, There's. Oh. There's. No. That's right. You go. You do one.
0: No. no I was going to say, Eve. Joe's got one. He's got a couple more left.
1: I've got little ones. That's what I've got. Lots of little ones.
0: Hmm. Go, Joe. What have you got?
2: Okay, well, you know how everyone's got smartwatches and stuff like that, so what's um, new is uh, smart hearables are coming soon. Okay, what's a smart hearable? Well, smart hearable can be something um, that's like earphones uh, or hearing aids or headphones or, or things like that, but rather than just being normal headphones, they're, they're a smart type headphone. Okay. Yeah, the sort of things they can do with it are sort of like, um, they, you know, they can monitor your heart rate and your body temperature and your respiration. They can do things like check activity. Um, uh, in fact, they, they say that they're much better than having them there than rather than having them on your wrist.
0: Right. Um,
2: well, that's what some doctors say. So, there's a, a platform uh, which they call the, the Linux L-I-N-X Quattro platform. Mm-hmm. Um, It's an artificial intelligence voice uh, control smart uh, hearing aid which was released at uh, CES-19 this year. And that particular device will pair with an Android phone or an iOS phone um, and allow the wearer to control the hearing aid that they have on via voice commands.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, so so
2: they can say things like um, turn up the volume in one ear or Adjust the filters for the ambient noise that's happening in the background, rather than have to fiddle with it with your fingers all the time.
0: So, what are these? What sort of what's this coming out for? Are these just generic headphones that'll probably that'll fit most phones, or is it like an Android thing or a, an Appley thing?
2: Um, they're, they're like a um, they're like a hearing aid, normal hearing aid, but they're a smart hearing aid or a smart headphone or smart earphones. Pretty much like the ones that you know, you, the wireless ones. Um, they got, you know, they're, they're, they're not all that powerful, right, mm-hmm. because they're only small, and so they, they, um, they run via Bluetooth communication between the phone and the and hearing aid or the, the headphone or the earphone, whatever you've got on it. Yeah, right.
0: um,
2: some other things that they use them for is like, you know, detecting head movements, um, so that if you're playing a game, a 3D game, you get 3D sound. Through your head movement, um, so it's more like a a virtual reality experience.
0: Yeah. Okay. Do you think so? But for this to work, you'd have to have the that your headphones in all the time. Like yeah,
2: that's right. That's right. So, but for some people who are you know like a bit hearing impaired that they don't have very good hearing, hmm. rather than getting a regular hearing aid, they have these you know smart hearing aids now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I suppose that'd be that'd be fairly good.
2: Yeah, so the challenge the challenge at the moment is that they need to try and get at least twelve hours battery life out of them, because mm. your standard um, hearing aids will go, you know, twelve hours or, or so, right?
0: Whatever happened to that technology uh where things used to charge just by movement? I'm not sure what that was called. I don't have a name. Oh, that's 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 kinetic
2: movement you're yeah. talking
1: about? Yes, that's it. When you wind, when you wind your torture.
2: Well, not that yeah, hard, well, but yeah. It does. I think even even they had some sort of kinetic in watches too in in the early days as okay. well before they had batteries, yeah. so I, I don't know whether that's actually feasible
0: because I remember my grandfather used to have a watch and that would just charge just from his normal walking movements and stuff like that that would just just keep going because of this kinetic energy or kinetic charging or whatever it was doing that, that's that's a pretty good idea you know they should actually think about doing something like that with these wearables. Yeah, because like then you maybe could put a little solar panel on it, but I think this kinetic thing might be the go. Because uh, you know, hopefully you'd be moving around a little bit through the day. But yeah, but anyway, sorry, sorry, to interrupt rub it. Yeah, there. that's
2: fine. No, that's all I had to say. It was just interesting for people who um who are wearing these epods you know, and and, and head wireless headphones. Mm. some of them you can actually you know communicate, voice communicate, you know, take calls and stuff. But they're just going that step further now, where they're measuring your your heart rate in your um, your body temperature, etc., cetera,
0: etc. Cetera. Yeah, right. right. Yeah,
1: Technology is about to break in that health kind of, the health kind of industry, isn't it? I think for aged care and all sorts of things, it's yeah. really going to break out a lot more. I reckon in the next kind of decade.
0: Mm. What What happened to that thing where they said, "Oh, if you if you're alive in the year two thousand, uh, you you will never die again. No one will ever die." What happened to that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is
1: that was that after the world was supposed to? explode?
0: I think so yeah that's right yeah yeah Uh yeah so yeah so that's pretty that's pretty cool so a headphone yeah because I've got issue, i got may maybe have a small issue with headphones and stuff like maybe you know just for the normal Joe uh, sorry about the pun there but for the normal person uh, in the street that uh you know it, is it good to be wearing headphones all the time uh, and what volume should you be having them at? You know? well,
2: see that's the thing that's the thing with these smart headphones and these smart hearing aids you can wear them and listen to them to music, but at the same time, you can be aware of what's
0: happening outside. Yeah, yeah. But I've got it, a
1: pair of those that I use when I'm web snipping.
0: But even still, though, like, <laughs> I, I sort of some, became aware some of... I've become aware of volumes in headphones just recently and, you know, like you put them in when you lay down in bed or whatever and you think, okay, well, okay, that's pretty soft, you know. It's not too loud. Uh, it's only someone talking. I was listening to a podcast. But then I found I could still turn it down like three or four notches or more and I could still hear it and it was still quite comfortable. So I'm wondering, if are we putting a lot of too, too loud louder stuff into our ears? Well, um,
1: absolutely. And the more you, the loudness you have, the more your ears compress so the louder you go. Mm. Oh, so, mm. you know, like I, I had my daughter come home from school the other day with a pair of headphones in her ear, and she's like, "Oh, there's something wrong with my ear, Dad. I think this, I think this headphones not working properly." And she put it in my ear, and I, it hurt my ear. I went, "I've I got a ring in my ear oh, straight geez. away." Jeez, like, turned up too loud, love. You
0: know? Oh my god. You know, you just well, can't do that. Well, that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about this tinnitus <laughs> stuff, ringing. Yeah, well, in. That
1: that comes with my job. I've already probably got a little bit of it.
0: Yeah, I've got a bit of that myself too. So what is that? But it's just what well, you can just hear something all the time.
1: I've got, I've got, yeah, you got a ring in your ears like ooh, a...
0: all the time.
1: Yeah, all the time. I got a friend who, a mate of mine, who's a guitarist. He goes to bed every night with, with music playing.
0: Oh, so you just, can hear it just, now. Just
1: to just to dull out the, the yeah, ringing right. sound in his ears. Yeah, right. Wow.
0: Jeez. Oh, well, we don't want that. Um, now my next one here is uh, a vote is being called for Mark Zuckerberg to stand down as the Facebook chairman. Um, yeah, well, no, probably not not really, unless he wants it to. There's a picture of Mark. He's a baby face, isn't he? Uh, so it's expected to take place at this week's at the company's annual general meeting. Um, Zuckerberg is both Facebook's chief executive and the chairman of its board of directors those calling for him to step down as chairman say that this would help him focus on running the company so the reason why and you're probably right jordan this will never happen unless it's up unless he wants it is that
1: he's 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 got the biggest shareholder in the whole thing hasn't he so
0: that's right he's he's got a 60 percent share in the company uh however the percentage of shareholders who vote against him could indicate how much faith they have in his leadership so this place called trillium asset management owns about seven million dollars worth of facebook shares and works with other businesses that control hundreds of millions of dollars worth of the company shares the company's worth it, the company is one of those advocating for Zuckerberg to stand down. So they've this guy from Trillium said he's holding down two full time jobs in one of the most high profile companies in the world right now. And if he can focus on being the CEO and let everybody else focus on being independent board uh, and let somebody else focus on being this independent board chair, it would be a much better situation. So yeah, they've they've got to uh, yeah twist his arm. I think when I read this one, I thought back to you know the the Apple days and Steve Jobs when he got booted out but a little bit different because uh, Zuckerberg's got his 60 percent e, So he's going nowhere if he doesn't want to go anywhere.
1: Probably waiting for technology to clone himself.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I know he's he's been in the news of late, and uh, it's probably a hard thing. And, you know, there was other stories around this week about how he's he's uh, got rid of about, I don't know, 30,000 fake accounts and how much hate speech and whatnot he's been pulling down off the site and all this sort of stuff. But, I mean, like, that's... Uh, when do, you, when do you start become? you know, why would you, why do you want to become the, the the policeman of the world of everybody's speech and all this sort of stuff? Like, geez, that'd be a big job, like, for a company even, just to monitor everything, Absolutely. you know.
1: Like, obviously... It's amazing how quick it, it comes down. Like, you think of all the videos that you don't see, you know, yeah. like a, the really bad ones, like, you know, like violence and suicide and all those things. The videos, that they managed to get them off before public just mind-boggling and then when they finally let one slip
0: yeah
1: they, they copper massively for it they get in so but much trouble for it if one slips
0: yeah I don't know what the the answer is I know there was this this uh, well there was this rule about you know being a safe harbor and once once they start to to editorialize the comments and so forth they lose the the safe harbor but yeah I don't know it's a it's a bit of a hard one isn't it bit of a hard mm-hmm. one um, what else you got Joe um, have you got things? The, thing
2: the last thing I have for tonight is um, I found it interesting that Apple is collecting the data again for Apple Maps. Right. Um, last year Apple apparently announced that they were in the process of rebuilding Apple Maps uh, from the ground up and um, some people can already see some of the improvements uh, in the US with better maps, better rep- representations of pedestrian and green areas. and even more accurate buildings uh, and shapes and, and stuff like that as well. Apparently, right. at the moment, there's a an Apple car being driven around in Canada, mm-hmm. um, and they've, they've advertised it all over the place there that they're going to be um, driving around in, in an Apple um, Maps car in right.
0: Canada. Yeah, right. So, or I don't know about you, like when I had my iPhone, like the, the Maps was a bit rubbish to be honest and uh yeah i used to just i just downloaded the google maps and away i went and it was a lot a lot it was it was a lot better um yeah so well now i've got the android phone well yeah i have just stuck with the, the google maps not much other choice but um it was apple maps say didn't they uh hook up with TomTom Tom or something i think a little while ago yeah they
2: did they did at that point um but i don't know what's happened there um apparently apple's going in through over there and uh Getting their own data now.
0: Yeah, right. That that must have uh, fell over. So, so, so what they say? They say that it's all about improving data quality. Um, oh yeah. So keep going, Joe. Are you finished with that, or are you gonna?
2: Yeah, just just saying that they're using um, things like uh, GPS rig, um, LiDAR arrays, which is like light detection and uh, ranging arrays. Right. Um, they're using eight cameras that shoot high resolution images, pretty much like the Google car. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's not something, not something they've been promoting a lot. They've sort of been doing it in, in the quiet, but they are working on doing a, remap, a revamp of the Apple maps.
0: Yeah, so they look like they're doing a street view thing, um, cycling directions and maybe turn by turn directions using augmented reality.
2: That's right. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Well, uh, well, I can't wait for that one. Well, I, I won't have it because I've got an, an Android. But um, yeah. There yeah, you I go.
1: Yeah. Once you kind of get the market with something, you kind of it's, it's really hard to compete, isn't it?
0: Well, see, know, if you hit the market, they're then it's rubbish. Well
1: established in that in that in that platform, aren't they, So...
0: Yeah, well, if you hit the market as rubbish, and you, there was always already Google there before you, uh, you got a you got a long way to go. But
1: like then, they're trying to compete with Spotify. It's the same thing. All these music companies trying to get up and compete.
0: Yeah, and then now they're into the TV space. You know the TV shows. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. that, the actual Apple TV streaming service and all this sort of stuff. Although like,
1: Disney now opened theirs and bought a lot of the shows. Everything's going to be exclusive from one network to another. It's going to be so frustrating.
0: Mm. well that's right it, the the market is it was all together in netflix but now everyone's going oh hang on a second well we want our own shows we want our own slice of they the pie. exclusive
1: rights to those individual shows yeah hmm
0: are we glad the game of Thrones is over
1: i haven't seen it yet still all right i started but, uh, watching it last season anyway i, I watched,
0: watched the first four episodes so oh, the first season yes season Did one a
1: long way to go <laughs> you know i heard reports on the news of season eight wasn't wasn't as good, so I haven't rushed to get to it now.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I didn't mind it. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, it got my interest, so yeah, I'll keep watching it. Um, all right, anyone else got anything else? Only that. Have you ever heard of Prime
1: OS?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Yeah,
1: I've been playing with that all week, and I've got an old, an old Surface Pro. And one, I've always, I've been for years wanting to upgrade my Surface Pro, but I could never decide whether I want to go out and buy an Android tablet. Or another Surface Pro. Right. So I managed to get Prime OS dual booting on my Surface Pro.
0: Yeah, right.
1: So Android running. All my Android apps on my Surface.
0: Yeah, that's So, all. what what version is that, that you're
2: running on there, Jordan?
1: It's the latest the latest version of Prime OS. Yeah. So 0.4 or something. Whatever yeah. How
2: does that compare with the Android version? What version would that be equivalent to? Oh,
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what it's equivalent to. I didn't even read the website to find out. It's just interesting
2: to know. Interesting to know. It
1: was the latest. It was built on the latest one. I'm pretty sure you'd have to go to the website, but it's whatever that's on their website currently. um, It would say on their website what what it was. Yeah, I'm having a look
0: on there now. It's uh, well, it says the main line is yeah the point four point five install. So that's not it. Um, Main line's the one I installed. Um, Description. Additional information. No way to say what Android it's built on.
2: Yeah, you know what, the reason I ask is because if you have an older tablet that hasn't been updated, you know, it's still pretty good. It's still got like you know three or four gigs of RAM and, and it's still got your quad core processor. You can still probably um, flash that on it and it should be fine rather yeah, than just.
1: Absolutely. It runs really fast. Like you can run it off. I had trouble getting the, the Surface Pro to, to, to boot um, from SD cards and USBs. Apparently, the Surface Pro 4 and upwards will. From USB and SD cards, but the early ones don't. So at the moment, I've had to install it and then install the Grub, which I didn't want to do because now I'm going to have to get rid of the Grub if I want to change it. So I'm, I wanted to just, you know, you know, change change your boot just by holding in a couple of keys when mm. you want boot up. But but yeah, I'm I'm really impressed, really yeah. impressed. And with what that. made
0: you want to do that anyway? Put uh, oh, just
1: because there's apps there's apps I want from the Android store. That I use for work, right? My bands and stuff, for, like my engineering apps and things like that, and I can't get them on Windows. But I'm primarily a Windows user, so everything else I do on Windows, running and maintaining servers and all those things that you do, that you that, you, that I don't want to do on Android or even on Apple or any of those. I want them on Windows. Yeah, um, I want Windows.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Like I went, I went away and and um, you know for holidays in summer and. Took the Surface with me as my main computer, and I, you know, I put put Virtual Box on it, and Mm. took my XP with me so I can run my Myob, yeah, you Um, you know, and all those things. But you're not going to go and do all that with Android. So you ran
0: you you wanted to run Myob on holidays.
1: Yeah, I know, (laughs) isn't that terrible? I yes catch up on. So (laughs) and I took that. So then and then you know you use Android for everything else. So it just kind of I mean I've always had a dual boot Chinese kind of mm. tablet it's always been a bit okay but never great even the Android running some of the apps I wanted to run it was a bit, a bit sluggish and a bit yuck but as soon as I put as soon as I put this Prime OS on the Surface Pro I was really impressed
0: mm. yeah that's good alright another good so, tip I mean it
1: probably won't work on Surface RT I think you'd have trouble doing it on that To revamp an old
0: yeah. RT but yeah Not- the,
1: Google Go, the the uh, Surface Go I don't know if it will work on that but Surface Pro is good yeah, they just won. Fun for the week. they one were
0: one day. letter off with that RT, weren't they?
1: Yeah, they certainly it were. Should have been
0: RS. Yeah. yeah. all right.
1: <laughs> well, the surface, the surface goes the kind of the the new age version of that, isn't it? It's got it's got Windows S on it. You mm. can only install apps from the App Store. But they reckon it's great. I, I was at JB Hi-Fi only today, just having a look at the new surfaces because I don't know what they're worth or anything like that. And I asked the lady in the shop, said, "What's the most popular?" You know, out of out of all these, and she said the Surface Go is really popular. Well,
0: it's not the first time a device is only allowed to uh, purchase from the one place, is it? So, you know, look at Apple. You can't do nothing else with them. So, I guess if people want the security and the safety and the closed environment and knowing that it's not going to be maybe may infected, well, that you go for one of those.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that don't want to go and install programs on their Surface. Goes. They want a tablet that is Windows, that They can mm. their email on and their internet on and you know their, their OneDrive and OneNote and all those things on which you can do yeah. without installing any applications at all. And yeah. they're only about five, six hundred bucks those ones, are really cheap.
0: Yeah. Alright, well um, that's about brings us to the end for and show this week. That's good. That went fast, didn't it? There you go. Yeah. Hey, so I hope you get your router sorted, Joe. Your little. Yeah, look. Uh, yeah, look. I don't know. I'm gonna to have to try
2: something because uh, I I don't want to swap everything over to just no. the Samsung. I reckon
0: you you've just got to look at trying to get that thing. Plug your computer into it. Get that setup screen, or whatever they call it, the 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 whatever that screen they call it. It's the the router's GUI, the setup screen, the landing screen, the whatever it is. It
1: does look like it's only an app to operate it. Yeah. Right getting on YouTube and getting some
0: videos and reviews and having a look at mm. but anyway that'll be something for us to talk about next week we'll find out how it went Joe how did you find out how it all went alright good stuff well thanks for coming in boys we'll see you guys next week and yeah. Um, yeah we'll find out how Joe went with his little device so thanks for listening thanks everyone on the Facebook Scott Jordan Justin uh, Chris hi Chris Ray uh, and everyone else that that came in Graham, uh, Graham Karen I don't Kawa, think I can
1: even see any of those Brett things. my brows has gone who's
0: funny I don't know who's on there who's not alright thanks guys and um, thanks for listening and we'll see you all next time alright I'm thirsty cheers bye 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 bye